This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this episode is brought to you by FreshBooks, the invoicing tool that I use to make sure I collect all my money in an efficient manner. To claim your free month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Zach Ferran. He's a 22-year-old Apple employee, and he's listening to the show and loving it. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it to enter. Okay, Top Tribe, you are listening to episode 261 of The Top and tune in tomorrow morning bright and early to hear John Rampton. His goal is to put PayPal and Venmo out of business. The only question is, will he do it? our first guest and uh, what a great Austin story so you know he created a little company called map my fitness okay grew it to over 20 million okay 20 million users and then exited to Under Armour where he now serves as senior vice president please help me welcome to the stage mr. Robin senior VP at Under Armour come on up hey thanks for coming up man appreciate it grab the mic make yourself comfortable all right so who the hell convinced you to agree to do this? I don't know. You guys sent me an email. I it was said, Allison, sure, I'm right? Here, yeah, I'm, I'm here in town. You know, we're just down the street, hiring too. So you know, those in the audience, uh, we love it here in Austin. Very good. Well, you guys, know the first question is always, Robin, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. Awesome. Let's, let's do, do this. So first things first, you founded Map My Fitness. What year did you found it, and why did you create it? So uh, in 2006, uh, I was uh, working in finance, um, living in Boston. Um, I, uh, I went on a cycling trip, so I've been a cyclist my whole life. Started riding the bike when I was eight, was a professional cyclist when I was young. And I went, uh, I went on a cycling trip uh, in 2006 to Europe, and we were sitting around at a dinner table. And a bunch, bunch of people just sitting there. We were riding all these small goat path roads in the Alps in a little town called Andermatt, Switzerland. And somebody at dinner said, well, you know, it'd be great if I could know all these roads without, like, I, I want to come back next year without you being here. And I was like, God, I don't think anything like that exists. So I started doing some research. I bought the domain Map My Ride. I, um, you know, really built this whole product document, had a couple of developers in Boulder start coding Map My Ride. And so, guys, tell me real quick. So you had no development background? You're strictly business side? I was mostly a product guy. So okay. a lot, even in finance, built a couple of subscription businesses had built web businesses so like I knew I knew a lot about infrastructure and actually we'd been using Google Maps for in in the enterprise side so had, had quite a bit of product background. So how did you convince the developers to join you? Because the business folks always go, how do you get the developers to work on the freaking project, right? How did you get them These to do These guys it? were cyclists. They were good friends okay. of mine. They were really, really good developers. So it wasn't, it wasn't too hard. They were excited about it at the time. You know, it wasn't. Now looking back, and then what, well, one of them quit. So the story is like one of them quit. I hope they were on a vesting schedule. No, they, we didn't even have stock then. Okay. Um, but, uh, and so a friend of mine was like, oh, you know, I think there's a map my run. And so my other co-founder, Kevin Callahan, who was living in San Diego at the time, 
um, he, uh, I, I reached out to him and I was like, do you want to sell the website? You know, he had this, he had, again, the story goes that I went to someone and I was like, that was a runner and they were like, oh, I think there's a map my run. And I was like, that's weird. So I reached out to Kevin. He was like, oh yeah, I'll sell you the website. No problem. He was this sort of beach bum living on a beach in San Diego. How much did you buy it for? It was like going to be five grand. Five grand. Okay. So yeah. not so bad. So anyway, this, so then I had this developer quit and he was a John Hopkins engineer and I called him back and I said, do you want to quit your job? And he's like, yeah, I hate my job. From John Hopkins. Yeah. How much was he making at John Hopkins? No, no, no. He was, he was a John Hopkins graduate engineer. Got it. Working for a, like literally a totally small SEO company in San Diego making like 30 no. grand a year. Okay. That's yeah. what I wanted. What salary did you convince him yeah. to give up? Okay. Not much. Not much. <laughs> Not much. But he moved to Denver. We moved the company to Denver and we launched that year. We launched Map My Walk, Map My Hike, Map My Try. We had, a, we had this whole idea. We actually had like at the end, we had 250 domains. Like we had Map My Beer Crawl and Map My Horseback Riding and we had People all these are watching domains. right now. They, you know, it's a pizza and beer at 1130 at night on a Saturday and you <laughs> think you have a brilliant business idea. What's everyone go do? You go to HostGator, you buy the domain and you end up with like 100, right? Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So, so we did that. So pull us forward real quick. How long did it take you to get to 20 million monthly active users from the day you were founded? Uh, well, 2006, um, we actually had about a million users on the web even before the iPhone launch. But... Map My Run and Map My Ride were app number 97 in the store okay. and number 101. So we were, we were really, really early. That obviously exploded everything, but essentially 2006 to when we exited in 2013. Okay. And how did you, and when you exited, were you at 20 million? That was the number? Yeah. Okay. How did you make money? So we, uh, we un like everybody thinks of that classic story on Facebook where they're like, don't take advertising because it's not cool. That wasn't us. We were like, we definitely don't care if we're cool or not. Like, we're going to take money from bike stores and running stores and running Grandma events. Grandma and Grandpa. Whoever. Everybody. Whoever. <laughs> it was like, give us a donation. Like, give us money. Um, so we, we had an ad business very early on in the company. We started a subscription business very early on because we both had it. Both Kevin and I had experience in building subscription businesses. And then we also, we were... We had, a, we had a pretty good strategy initially where we built all of our own products on top of our own API. Okay. And so we started licensing the API. So we also had a SaaS business when Under Armour bought us that was, you know, it was, it was significant. It was, you know, five plus million dollars in SaaS revenue that we had built off Th that the top was, of the platform. That was the five million was, an, an, that was annualized? That was just or? our SaaS business. We had, we had uh, subscription revenue. We had an advertising business. When Under Armour bought us, I think it's public, we were, we were about 17 million in revenue. Okay, and that was uh, forward looking or that was the past 12 months? No, that months. was the past 12 months. Okay, past 12 when months. When Under Armour bought us. So yeah. what, the month before Under Armour bought you, what was that monthly revenue? Oh, we were, I mean, we were doing over a million bucks. And so when you, when you had the negotiations with Under Armour, first off, how'd they start? It Did wasn't, they, they didn't even care about the revenue. Under okay. Armour was like, we don't really care about any of those businesses. Like we, we want to build a community. We have a vision around health and fitness. Like it's not, we still have those businesses and they're actually growing because we mm -hmm. put together a network of sites and apps and they're very important businesses to us now because they're much larger. But at the time, it wasn't actually part of the consideration. It was really about the user base. The community base. Okay, so no let's, let's talk about that then. Some unit economics around each individual user you got. You got up to 20 million. They were obviously paying you money. What was your average revenue per user per month? Boy, you are getting really specific here. Um, 
Let's we talk. were doing. We were doing. I think we were. We were roughly about five bucks per user in the U.S. Okay. and and less than thirty cents outside the U.S. per month or annualized. 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 And, yeah. And Sorry, per month. No, it was. It was. It was, it was our per month. Yeah. Okay. And I know we're going back a few years, so it's yep. okay. We can. We have these great editing people. They can slip and slide and move it and change it if we get anything wrong. No so, worries. Good. Um, what did it cost you get to get that user? How are you acquiring customers? We were very fortunate. You know, we never did. All of our marketing was essentially driven through the app stores or through organic. So people, you know, people would share maps or they would, um, they would, they would invite a friend in to do a challenge or they would tell people about it organically. So, you know, we never really spent any money on acquisition. So we okay. were very, very lucky to acquire, you know, really 100% of our user base through organic, you know, sort of connections. Well, so what, what there must, there's some viral loop there where they share, is this the thing they were sharing their run? They were sharing Facebook, a run, the they'd image. share a run, we'd get user audience from that, whether it be Facebook or Twitter or directly. So, you know, actually before really Facebook or any of that took off, people would literally send people the links of their routes. Like that was the way that our whole system started. So they would create a route okay. on the site and they would send that to a friend via email and then that would drive traffic back oh, into the site. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. So how did the, did you always want to exit the business? No, we were kind of at a point in the business where it was like either uh, a lot of the counsel we were getting from the investment banks, our investment bank was Allen and Company, and others was like, you either got to go big uh -huh. or go home. Like this was what year? This was it was two, it was early 2013. Okay. So you know we were kind of in the process of looking at raising 50 to 100 million and kind of rolling up some of the market and going after it in a bigger way. We had a number of VC firms that had, that had basically come to us looking to do that Series D. Did you actually have the the letters of intent? And I mean we did the not. The reason we did not we were about to. The reason we did not go that far is because literally Kevin Plank called me in the middle of the whole thing. Like Did, he called me, he was a user of Matt My Run, using it three days a week. And he basically originally just called. He was like, what are you doing with the business? And I was like, well, you know, like I'm trying to build this massive sports company on, you know, He didn't, on the back he didn't of have like one of his investment banker friends call him and go, hey, just no, so you know that no, app, he they're raising. He literally called me. He literally personally called me. They did not know we were raising. And he called me out of the blue. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like. Kevin Plank from Under Armour's calling me like this is bizarre, and then he was like, "No, I'm a user. I use it three times a week. This is I the love CEO this thing. of Under Armour, right? CEO of yeah. Under Armour. He's like, I absolutely love this product. Like, what are you doing with it? Like, we're building this hardware over here. We're not sure what we're gonna do, you know. So it was it was very opportunistic, and literally then we sort of cut off the process and For the we, Series D. Yeah, and we and we basically like went into the process of selling the company. What were you? Because I have a, a guess that this might have to do with the ex exit price. When you were negotiating kind of the Series D docs and thinking about pre-money and post-money valuation, what was the pre-money valuation you were trying to raise at and how much were you looking to raise? We were trying to raise over 200. So like we were pretty set on that that number had to be 2 to 250. Okay, so you were 200 million pre-money? Pre-money. Pre and 250 post-money, so you're going to raise 50 yeah, million. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. Yeah. So, so it's always great when it starts off that it's a power user calling you. It happens to be the CEO of a company that has some cash right. on their books. How has it changed from I love your app to here's $150 million? Um, well, we went to visit him. I think Under Armour was, you know, what Kevin will say is that they were in this moment where, like, they only had about 20 engineers in the entire company. Most of them were e-commerce because they had a fairly, you know, fairly large e-commerce business in 13. And, you know, he will say that the challenge that Under Armour had was that it wasn't that they didn't know the answers to the questions about how they should participate in digital. Mm -hmm. They didn't even know the questions. Uh. So it was about really acquiring a team. And so the first time I met Kevin, it was just like, you know, it, you know, getting and selling companies a little bit like dating. Mm -hmm. 
right? You get together with the CEO and you're like, does he like you? Does he not like you? Does he call you back? Like, he didn't call for three days. Oh my God, my stomach hurts. Why isn't he calling me back? And he knew he was doing that to you. No, actually, Kevin was, Kevin, Kevin's team would argue he was the reverse. Like, okay. Kevin was like constantly <laughs> calling me, like trying to make sure I felt good. Like, how was it going? They're telling you know? him, don't make him feel yeah, good. We no, need no. a cheaper price. They were like, don't call, don't yeah. call, don't call. The price is going to go up if you keep calling. <laughs> um, so it was very much that mode. We had a great, uh, great relationship, you know, really right off the bat. Um, it was, you know, great communication between the teams. So as their team started to meet our teams, and it just seemed like a really natural progression path, frankly, for Under Armour. I mean, it wasn't, you know, obviously their competitor, you know, Nike was doing a lot in the space. Mm -hmm. Did Nike put um, in a bid as well? Uh, no, in what? In for the sale? No, 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 no. So no you didn't no. run a, a no. We did no not process. run a process. It was like once we found Under Armour, we were sure it was home for us. Okay. And just want, you know, basically, I mean, it was fast though. I mean, for those of you who have been through deals, like we literally day day Kevin called me to basically the public announcement, which was not the actual close date, but the public announcement for a public company's very important date, it was less than three months. Wow. So wow. it was fast. That's very fast. It was very fast. Before we get into my favorite part of the show, Robin, I want to ask you just a few rapid fire questions. So right before you sold 17 million trailing 12 months revenue, how many total employees? We were 103 employees. And about how much, uh, how much revenue were you or cash were you burning per month? Um, we were, we were getting like, I would say maybe 200k, 300k. It wasn't, it wasn't a terrible burn. Okay, so and so, how much money did you have in the bank? How much runway did you have when you uh, sold? Oh, we had years. years. I mean, we had we had only a year before we had raised a Series C from a strategic partner, and we had we had time. How much was the Series C? Five million. Got it. So how much yeah. total had you raised? A, 20, B? 21 million. Very yeah. cool. Well, Robin, before we get into my favorite part of the show, if people want to connect with you personally online, where can they find you? <laughs> this is where you give out your phone number, your email, your social security number. Uh, I, ha I have gone incognito on the web. Um, it's, uh, it's a Allison's little... Allison's going, it, don't, yeah, give don't, don't give the numbers. Uh, you can certainly hit me on my Twitter account, Robin J. Thurston. Um, you know, Facebook, all of the above I'm on, so you can find me there. Okay, so so many of you have been asking me, you're an agency and you bill for your time or you have, you're a coach and you sell your hours to coaching clients. Well, stop fooling around with Word documents and templates or Excel files to try and send your invoicing. Okay, I just did it. I use this thing called FreshBooks. It's a tool. It takes me about 34 seconds to create and send an invoice. And here's why I love it. If you're a coach or an agency, you know how you always spend time begging and pestering your clients to pay? Well, Fresh books makes and becomes the bad guy for you. They'll send late payment reminders, which means you don't have to chase people down and strain the relationship. So I love that. Additionally, when you create the invoice in the upper left, you can put your own brand logo and things in there so you can stay on brand and professional. So here's the deal. You know, the show is all about numbers. And the most important thing listening for everybody is that FreshBooks is simple, even if you're not a numbers person. Well, you know, actually, especially if you're not a numbers person, person. Don't you dare come on my show and expect me not to ask you numbers questions. You guys know that I do. I go for the jugular and you now can use FreshBooks to keep your numbers organized. To get your free month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the how did you hear about us section. Again, to get your free month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash 
FreshBooks right now and enter the top in the How Did You About Us section. No credit card required. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere, your website's growing so fast, how'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator, I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator, and the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use, because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin, and guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them, you guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. All right, Top Tribe, there you have it. Find him on Twitter. All right, let's get into my favorite part of the show. Robin, you know what's next? No. Come, dude, you got to know what's next. It's time I'm for the, sorry. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Okay. All right, number one, what is your favorite business book? My favorite business book, um, Career Warfare. Who's the CEO of that? Or the, uh, the writer? The writer was the CEO of John Hancock. It's an amazing book if you're thinking about how to manage your career. Number two. Frankenfield or something. Frank, Frankenfield? I, yeah. All anyway. right. Number two. Here we go. Is there, a, is there a C Currently, is there a CEO? It can't be Kevin. Is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? A CEO that I'm following or studying? Um, no. Nobody. Okay, cool. I thought you might slip like the CEO of your next acquisition target at Under Armour or something. <laughs> you might get some good information. All right, number three. Is there a favorite online tool you have? Maybe like Evernote. Uh, I do use Evernote. I do like Evernote. Um, but I would, say my, money. My, I would say my tool of choice, because I travel about 170 days a year, is, uh, is a car sharing service. A car a car sh diplomatic. I'm diplomatic. I use both. <laughs> a, a, a car sharing service. Yes. Very good. All right. Last, uh, uh, number four. As you're, obviously you sold the business. As you're building this empire at Under Armour, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? No. See, we have this thing called Health Box. And uh, I know for a fact I'm not getting eight hours of sleep. I, I'm about a six-hour, ten-minute guy. That's what the data says. That's what the data That's says. And it's automatic sleep tracking if you want to know. Look at, and what's the website that can buy it? <laughs> <laughs> UnderArmor.com. You, you can go. buy everything at UnderArmor.com. There you go. Data driven. Me, Stephen Curry. I love it. Data driven guy over here. <laughs> All right, last question. Give us a little perspective. Are you married, single? Do you have kids? I have, I have amazing family. My, my, my wife and I, beautiful. You know, she's amazing. She takes care of me. She understands everything that's going on. I have two children, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and I'm expecting one on my birthday, August 18th. Congratula yeah. Wow, congratulations. That's so, exciting. Yeah. Okay, so and how old are you right now? I, I'm 43. Take us back 23 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, my 20 year old self, I, uh, I never thought I'd stop being a cyclist at 20. So, um, you never like, okay. So there's a great saying, right? Like you never actually know what's going to happen. I could not have predicted that I would be where I am today. No question. Top tribe. There you have it from launching his company after sharing biking routes with his friends, growing into 20 million active users, 17 million trailing 12 month revenue at a $5 revenue per user and $150 million exit to Under Armour. Robin, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you. Appreciate, <laughs> Appreciate it. it. If you guys enjoyed Robin's story today, go back and listen to Drew's yesterday. He's a 43-year-old, and many think he might win the billion-dollar 3D printing industry. Drew's full show notes from yesterday are at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 260. 
Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.